I could have everybody's attention. I want to just share a few words tonight over what we made a seum on and exactly what we're doing. And I want to make a lachaim first, everybody. Thank you for coming. We should all be celebrating in Simchas. Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Malachalam Borei Pri Hagafen. So the truth is, this is not just my seum tonight, but this is also the seum of about 20 to 30 guys that are part of our group called 10 Minute Day. And what exactly 10 Minute Day is, I have a few printouts on the table, I'll share with you what it is, and really the concept that it lies on, and um, I want to touch upon it tonight. So... First and foremost, I want to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for giving me the tools and the strength to get to this accomplishment. I want to thank um, my father, Al Shalom, who uh, instilled in me the values that I have. And um, I want to thank my lovely wife. I want to thank my lovely wife for making all the arrangements tonight and making this such a beautiful seum. And my in-laws for flying in just for the seum. Even though I told you about it yesterday. <laughs> and uh, thank everybody for coming. So, back when I was in yeshiva, when I graduated high school, I went to base Medrash. I went to Torah R. And Torah R was actually the first American yeshiva to be established in Israel in the 1960s by Chaim Pinchas Scheinberg. He was from one of the leading, leading postkim, leading Torah giants in, in Eretz Israel, born in America, Yankee fan. And uh, became a tremendous Torah giant. And he's the Mashkiach Mechafetz Chaim, so apropos. And I was actually I had the Sechus to be in Yeshiva when it was his 100th birthday. He, was, he passed away when he was north of 100, I don't know the exact age. There you go. So I was in the, in the, we were in the base Madrish, and he came upstairs, it was his 100th birthday. And all the Avrechim, all the young men were there learning, and all the base Medrash guys, it was packed. It was, it was just standing room. And the, his speech in one word was time. It was like, old raspy voice. All he, all he spoke about was time. I remember exactly how he said, he said, time. Like that was his, his you know, he was, he was just very, very old. And anybody that knows who he was, he wore a tremendous amount of tzitzit. He didn't just wear one pair. You know, or like, you know, some people have, they don't even wear a pair. They have like the undershirt has this on it, which is very good. I'm not knocking it. It's a beautiful thing. But he would wear hundreds of pairs. Towards the end of his life, he didn't wear as much as he used to wear, but he wore many, many pairs of tzitzis, almost like a football player. And it was one of his special things that he did. I don't know if anybody really knows why he did it, but it was a special thing that he did. And he was sitting in the base managers and all he spoke about was time, the value of time. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So when I was in yeshiva, this is shortly after my father passed away, um, I got very into learning Mishnayas. And I was doing my own private lima, my own private, you know, studying of two Mishnahs every, every day. And I was housing them four times. And I had a whole system that I was doing. And it worked out very well. I finished two volumes in Shas Mishnayas. And then, you know, I, I, I left it on the back burner. And, you know, it was just sitting there until this program came out. But when I was in Yeshiva, there was an Avreich, his name was Abiyasi Rosenberg, Shubi Gesundt and Stark, and he told me one day, 
that he had learned, he saw me learning Mishnahs, he told me that he had learned one Mishnah a day, so it was like five minutes a day, in memory of his mother, and it took him between 12 and 13 years, but he finished it. And it made a tremendous impact on me, because you look at a Mishnah, we did a Mishnah tonight, what did it take, three minutes, four minutes, and I did it quick. So five minutes if you're doing it regular. A Mishnah is something that's it's small, but it has tremendous value. Rabbi Noach Olowek, he always says, he says, Mishnahs are like diamonds. Every Mishnah that you learn is a diamond. So here was a man who saw the value of something small, and he did it consistently, and it became, you know, after 12 years of consistency, he, of doing it consistently, he had finished the whole Shisha Shijay Mishnah, all six volumes of Shas Mishnayas. You know, if you look at, you know, the, the, the biggest companies in the world, right, um, for example, Apple. So Apple has all their sophisticated products, they have their gadgets and their gizmos, but like, I pay 99 cents a month for iCloud storage, right? 99 cents a month, how could you make a living off 99 cents a month? But if you have millions of people paying 99 cents a month for some iCloud storage, you make a big business, right? So it's the, it's the concept of taking something small and just compounding it and compounding it and compounding it. Starbucks was actually started by a Jew. Um, Starbucks is, what are you buying? You're buying a coffee, right? You think like these people, you know, Mandel's daughters, they sell lemonade in the corner of the street over there. God willing, they should open up the lemonade for Starbucks. And fund YBLV, and yet, here you go. <laughs> so you think like someone's out of his mind, he's going to open up a coffee shop and make it into a billion dollar business. But as long as you have enough coffee and everyone's buying coffee and you keep it consistent, it's the consistency that keeps them in business. So you, when you take small things and you compound them and you compound them and you compound them, you could reach tremendous heights. Um, I spoke, I don't know, maybe two months ago in Shul by Shal Shudis, but also I touched upon this concept I was talking about how to build wealth. So the idea was that each time you're about to buy something, instead of purchasing it, put it in your cart and wait two weeks. And if you wait two weeks, after those two weeks are gone, you kind of lost that drive for what you wanted, and you don't really want it anymore. So there you go, you just save $10.99 at Target, $25.99 at Amazon, whatever it is. But the buck doesn't stop there. After you see that you really didn't need that item, what I said was, is take whatever you were going to spend and throw it in a brokerage account. And keep doing that methodically uh, over a period of time. It'll grow, it'll grow, it'll grow, and you'll be building for the future. So again, this is the concept of taking small things, giving it value, and seeing how it grows. So one driving factor to this program called 10 Minutes a Day, everyone has 10 minutes somewhere in the day, is to drive home this, this concept that you could finish Shas Mishnayos, you could finish 663 Mishnayos over th- 363 days. You can do it as long as you just knock out that 10 minutes every, every day on a consistent basis. So that was one thing that was driving me to, to start this program. Um, another thing that was, uh, was pushing me to drive, start this program is in today's day and age, no one has an excuse to say that you know, I can't learn, I don't understand this, I don't understand that, Torah doesn't speak to me. Because if you think about it, you know, wherever we go, we have the iPhone or the Galaxy or the Samsung, whatever you have in our hands. Crossing the street, driving a car, hopefully it's not while you're driving a car, sitting in the toilet, going to bed. Wherever you go, people are on their iPhone, doing whatever they're doing. Or a flip phone. Or a flip phone. (laughs) (laughs) So I was thinking to myself, Imagine after 120, you get up to Shemayim, and Hashem says, 
why didn't you learn? He said, I had no time. And they show you a little video of everywhere you go, you have the iPhone glued to your hand. So if you had time for the iPhone everywhere you went, why can't you have time to hold a safe in your hand, you know, and, and just get something into your day on, on a, on, in, in the Torah values? So that was another reason to push me to start this, to show people that if you have time for all the social media and all the gifts, GIF, right? And all, this, all those cute things that come out, so then you could have time to get a little Mishnahis into your day. That was another reason why I, I made this into more of an official program. Um, and the last thing I want to say is, is that I'm not really here to promote my program per se. I'm really here to just promote the concept. How you want to do it, we welcome our subscribers. You can text me. Now you can WhatsApp me that I got a smartphone. Uh, you can email me. You could, whatever you want, I'll, I'll add you to the group and you could enjoy it and it's a Kavalthika program. But whether it's through 10 minutes a day or whether it's through the rabbi's classes or whether it's through anything that you do, the idea is that every single day there's got to be something that you get locked in that five minutes, that ten minutes that you're dedicating to Torah and you're, you're working on your spiritual goals and you're building your spiritual nest egg so that you have something in your pocket. And if you look at the very, very bottom of this, uh, of this sheet, so I love numbers, so I, just, I, I broke this down. Seder Moed is comprised of 12 mesechtas. Okay, so you think people think Shas Bashtais is, it's so much, it's so big, how am I going to do it? But if you take it in small increments, it's very attainable. So, Seder Moed has 12 Masechtas. Shabbos, Erevin, Psafim, Shkalim, Yuma, Sukkah, Beitzah, Rosh Hashanah, Tainus, Megillah, Moedkan, and Chagiga. I'm not going to go through all of them, but just if you, look, if you look on the sheet, what I did was is Shabbos took us a total of 98 days. It was 24 chapters, 139 Mishnayos. How long would it take, if I'm doing 10 minutes a day, for 98 days, and I'm covering 24 chapters with, with 139 Mishnayos, how long is that? It's 12 hours. That's all it is. That's a night's sleep on a Friday night in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. So, put in 12 hours, that's it. Shabbos is done. Erevin, 48 days. It was 10 chapters, 96 Mishnayos. How long? 8 hours. It's a bagel in the summer months on Friday night. Right? And then you go through everything um, to the very end. The total, if you look at the results, so we had 12 Masechtas, 86 chapters, 663 Mishnayos, over the course of 363 days. I started this in September, beginning of September 2018, and I finished it just a week ago. But it's, just, it's 363 days because it's not including Shabbos and, and Yom Tov. So we take those days out. But you have 663 Mishnayos over the course of 363 days. So you think to yourself, if I'm doing 663 Mishnayos over the course of basically a year, how long did it actually take you? It took 56 hours and 15 minutes, which is two days, eight hours, and 15 minutes. That means in two days and change, you finished the entire state of Moed. You have 663 Mishnayos in your pocket. They're not going anywhere. And you had them for life. And it wasn't so much. It was just a matter of being consistent and being committed to what you're doing and giving it value and showing you that it's important and doing that over the course of the year. And I believe this concept you can apply anywhere. You can apply it to your marriage. You can apply it to relationships that you have with employees, to relationships that you have with friends. Anything that's important to you that you want to work on, if you say, I'm going to do something small and I'm going to do it every single day, there's going to be results no matter what. 
It's like drip campaigns. Anyone that's in business or even not in business, you're reaching out, you're doing something, you make a drip campaign. What's a drip campaign? You send out the email, and the first time, no one responds. And then you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again, and it slowly drips and drips and drips, and eventually, people fall through the cracks, and you, know, you, make, you make money or whatever you're doing. So that's what I wanted to, to cover today. Um, it should be an Eli Neshama for my father. It should be an Eli for everybody over here that we should, you know, take, take these tools and apply them to, to ourselves and, and work on any area that, you know, that we need to work on. I speak for myself, whether it be in spiritual matters or in physical matters. It's a very, very true concept that we could apply to ourselves and, and, uh, and maximize on. And in this Zuchus, it should... It should, uh, it should build everybody as a person and uh, it should build everybody as a good Jew and, um, and we, should all, we should all meet with Simchas. Amen. 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 Am